When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for your daily dose of all things Chicago sports. This is the Daily Score. Now, here's your host, Mark Grody. Hello and welcome into the Daily Score. I am Mark Grody. Thanks for being with us. Right now, I'm doing the show from my hotel room in Indianapolis, just a few blocks away from the Indiana Convention Center, where the NFL Combine has been going on all week. I've been here all week, and I will be here through Saturday. As a matter of fact, the big day is going to be today. And I know you're listening to this here on a on a Thursday, or excuse me, on a Friday. And this is the day that all of those quarterbacks speak. Caleb Williams will be speaking at uh, 8 a.m. Chicago time. Drake May is going to be up there. We'll hear from Jaden Daniels, Michael Penix Jr., Bo Nix, J.J. McCarthy. Then you get into the wide receivers, Marvin Harrison Jr., um, Malik Neighbors. I don't know why I just went Oprah, but I did. Um, Roma Dunze, Brian Thomas Jr. So the big stars are coming out on Friday, and I'm looking forward to talking to those guys. I, like I've been saying, nothing has changed strong indications that the Bears will draft Caleb Williams with the number one overall pick and eventually trade Justin Fields. At this combine, I ran into a guy that you probably know. You probably follow him on on Twitter. He's one of the big newsbreakers from the NFL Network. He's Tom Pelissero. And we began the conversation talking uh, about uh, Justin Fields. Well, we actually we get into Justin Fields. Let, let me check that. We got into um, the fact that you have Caleb Williams as the presumed number one overall pick. And guess what? There's a lot of kind of strange, unique circumstances when it comes to Caleb Williams, not the on the field stuff. We're talking about all the stuff surrounding him. And that's where Tom and I began our conversation a professional quarterback for multiple years already he's made millions and millions of dollars he doesn't feel the need to play along with the entire dog and pony show here that's the reason he came in a day later than all the other quarterbacks he's not throwing he's not running he's not working out he's not even doing the medical which you talk to veteran scouts nobody really remembers a player not including the COVID year because that was different there wasn't really a combine nobody remembers a player who just is saying I'm not doing it you look to other sports like the NBA, it's been like over a decade since a top pick went through the combine for the NBA. So he's not doing something that's never been done, but he is doing things that have not been done in the NFL. I think that a big part of it is going to be figuring out, because listen, you know that he's an incredibly dynamic player, but is he going to, number one, ramp up quickly enough as a player that none of this other stuff matters? And number two, is all this other stuff going to be things that, Again, as a guy who's been a professional essentially since he was 18 years old and whose dad has been a big influence in terms of like setting him up and the branding and the business and all that stuff, is he going to be able to manage all that when now you hand him an even larger check and come into the NFL? It seems like he's a very mature kid who has been around it through his whole life and done the quarterback camps growing up. He's been groomed for this moment, but you still want to know um, 
you just want to know who you're bringing into the building. There's nothing wrong. There's no deep, dark secrets with him. It's more so he's doing so many things differently, not having an agent, a lot of non-football people, the brand. He's got, a, I think, a male grooming product. He's got all kinds of different things. Is football the number one thing, and is he going to be a guy who you're going to be looking back five years from now and saying there should never have been a question he was the number one pick is the medical thing just a power play i'm not going to do it because i don't have to or do you think it's like ah, oh, well they might find something and why well, do i put myself through that well immediately you know the the question i heard from team because i heard a week or so ago that he was not going to do the medical was like what's he hiding and the answer from the end of Caleb, and I haven't talked directly to Caleb about this. I hope to get a chance to do it tomorrow, but my understanding is the thinking would be, listen, I'm probably going number one overall. It's either the Bears or it's somebody on a short list of teams that trades up to number one to get me. Why am I going to give my private medical info to all 32 teams? There are very few players who can get away with that line of thinking. Caleb is probably in that category. You are certainly going to talk to, especially like old school scouts, who are just going to say, dude, just do the normal process. Show up to Indy, you don't even have to throw because guys don't throw all the time. But show up, do the medical, do the interviews, show up on time, don't take a private jet in. Like, just just be one of the guys. But, again, I don't know that anything Caleb Williams does or says or doesn't do or doesn't say over the next two months is going to stop him from going number one. So he's he's just looking at this from a different perspective. And I think that when you explain it as, listen, you're not getting me. You know, it's no different than Deion Sanders back in the day refusing to meet with the Giants because, like, dude, I am not going to be there at number six or whatever they were drafting. You know, it, it's not that far off from it. And so, but we'll see. I mean, the, the pre-draft process can be really good for the Caleb Williams brand or can be potentially not as good for the Caleb Williams brand. Caleb Williams, the player, probably not impacted. Good stuff right there from, uh, again, NFL insider Tom Pelissero from the NFL Network joining us here on the, the Daily Score. I'm Mark Rohde. I was talking to uh, Josina Anderson of CBS, formerly of ESPN, about the future of the combine in general because of things like this. And I know that this is an, an exceptional scenario because it's Caleb Williams. But, you know, there's um, there's way fewer coaches that actually came to this thing. You know, GMs are here. And, and I'm talking about participating in the media portion of it. Um, you don't have that same sort of enthusiasm. And, you know, could all of this be done remotely? And I mean, even the workouts to some extent. So I do wonder what this thing is like 10 years from now, what the what the combine is like, if it's been downsized in some way, shape or form. I know the NFL doesn't want to do that, um, really. I mean, and they have would have the power to mandate, I suppose, people or the coaches having to be there or players having to be there, but that's, that's not what they're doing right now. I did think it was an interesting point that he made about the, the fact that, you know, the, these NBA prospects, they've been, they never are showing up. So, and it's unique and jarring when it happens in the NFL. So that that's fair to say. And I really like the idea that the bears might end up having a quarterback that has been groomed to do the job, <laughs> you know, reminding us that this is one. He's one of those guys like Tiger Woods who has been, you know, groomed to be a quarterback since he was ten years old. And the Bears might get the guy that is groomed to play quarterback. What a nice, nice thing that would be to to put on the Bears' resume if it is indeed Caleb Williams that they they draft. Um, switching gears just a little bit, a different direction. 
And one of the guys that spoke today that I found interesting was a tight end prospect by the name of Brock Bowers of Georgia. He is great. If you're a college football fan, you've definitely heard of him. Um, 36 catches, 714 yards, and six TDs, 6'4", 250, great size, versatile, can block, can catch passes. Um, and we got a chance to talk uh, to him a little bit about the, the Bears today. Yeah, I'm in with the Bears, and uh, I'm in love watching uh, Cole Komet. I mean, he does a great job uh, in all aspects of the game, being tight end. So, yeah, it'd be exciting. Brock, to that point, uh, Luke Getze is in Las Vegas now, and he was really instrumental in helping Cole Komet. How do you feel like he could help your development as well? Yeah, I think just uh, all those guys in the next level will bring something different and uh, just be able to develop my game in new ways and uh, hopefully translate translate me and um, get me integrated into the next level. Yeah, he's a good one. He is definitely one of those guys who's a man of, of few words. But yeah, I don't think that um, I don't think he knew who Luke Getzey was. I hate to hate to say it. <laughs> I mean, Getzey's only he was been an OC for one year, but uh, yeah, the, the word has not gotten around um, apparently. But he, um, he think George Kittle. Think George Kittle when you think of him. It's such a great era of tight ends right now. I mean, it really is, and he. He uh, his favorite out of those guys. You get the the Kittle, Kelsey, Gronk. You know the, the three of the best ever. His favorite is Gronk. Um, said he looks up to him and an absolute favorite tight end. But he he seems to line up mostly like George Kittle. Um, who knows? Who knows with the Bears? Who knows what they're what they're cooking up? He's a first round pick though. But so the Bears would have to maneuver if they're really into a Brock Bowers um, or overdraft him at nine. I think that would be overdrafting him. Two-time national champ and uh, just a really good prospect. Last guy that I want you guys to hear from from the Combine here today is we're going to hear from a um, safety, Oregon safety, Evan Williams, not just because the Bears might be thinking about him in the later rounds. It's not completely out of the realm of possibility. Good safety, um, played um, four of the five-year player in college. So he's one of those guys, plenty of experience. Yeah, five-season guy. First four years with Fresno State, and then his uh, final year with Oregon. But what was interesting about him is that he went up against Caleb Williams and talked about him as a player, but was really interesting to me was the days leading up to the Oregon-USC game. I think I don't have to say too much that you don't already know about that dude. I mean, he's a a special cat for sure. Um, Yeah, I mean, his ability. I mean, all week preparing for that, you don't know how many scramble drills we had to do during practice. Uh, Our coach, you know, running for 30 seconds after the play, making sure we're we're covering our man downfield just because, you know, his ability to extend the play is, you know, pretty unique. And, uh, yeah, I mean, his ability to throw on the run, you know, make all the plays um, that – he needs to and uh i mean he he did it this year you know repeatedly and you know that's definitely why he's you know one of the top of his class and um uh, yeah i mean going against them and you know brendan rice too uh in that receiving core it was it was a challenge and uh yeah but you know we were able to pull out that win so that, that was feeling good that is oregon safety evan williams on caleb uh, williams it has been just so many testimonials about him throughout the week, but that's that's what it's been all about. 
Um, I do believe it's time to wrap up this edition of the Daily Score because I'm losing my ability to speak correctly, and that doesn't do anybody any good. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching and subscribing. We will be back next week for you. For our executive producer, Ray Diaz, I am Mark Grody for the Daily Score.